UGC. Outdated or essential? Cut through the noise and reveal the truth with our free ebook created in collaboration with VideoWise. Learn proven strategies to encourage customer reviews, leverage email marketing for sales, and boost conversion rate by 9.2%. Download the ebook for free at flowing.com/ugc. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Floium. It's time to start honoring your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here, you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Floium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Email Einstein, the podcast by Flowium. I'm your host, Vera Sadlak. I'm a marketeer at an agency called Flowium. And here at Flowium, we do email marketing. And because we love what we do, we want to share our e-commerce insights with you, delivering the right message to the right person at the right moment. That's what we will be talking about today. And before I introduce our guest, um, the guest I'm very excited about, by the way, I just want to do a quick, <laughs> quick question to you guys. Um, have you ever noticed that like, whenever you hear a good recommendation about a restaurant or a gossip around the water cooler, it makes you listen. It keeps us engaged. It encourages our, our curiosity. And depending on the source of that information, we either believe it or we want to seek more information. And it's the same for user-generated reviews and user-generated content online. And today we will be actually talking about the power of user-generated content and zero-party data. And I'm joined today by Gabs and Nicola from Okanda. Gabrielle is a strategic partnerships manager at Okanda. And for those of you who don't know what Okanda is or who never used Okanda, this is like an awesome awesome customer marketing platform that builds connections between consumers and the brands they love. Gab, we're super excited to have you here. Say hi, please. Hello, hello. Nice to meet you, everybody. And Vera, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we have good, I have gazillion questions to you regarding all of the zero party data and all of the reviews and all of the juicy e-commerce questions. But before we go there, Gab, let's play a little Q&A game like this or that Q&A just like to get to know you better. OK, OK, let's do it. Cool. OK, East Coast or West Coast? East Coast. Email or SMS? SMS. Sorting by price or sorting by rating? Sorting by rating. Uh, I'm I'm most of the time by rating, but sometimes I'm a by price person. Well, um, what I'll do must is admit. I'll probably go with both. I'll see what is the lowest price with the best rating, but I mm. think I will always go for the better rated product over the better priced product. Yeah, yeah. Shopping online or shopping offline? Online. Instagram or TikTok. Ooh, that's a hard one. I think I might right? go with TikTok. Yeah, we just had this conversation today uh, with my um, like with my coworkers. They said mm -hmm. that Instagram Reels is more like a millennial thing, and TikTok is more like a Gen the Gen Z thing. Okay. So, like, I'm I'm an Instagram Reel person myself, which okay. obviously my age shows right <laughs> when I say <laughs> Instagram Reel. But uh, yeah, okay, interesting. Okay, the last question: sure. if there if there was like a theme song playing every time you entered the room, what would it be? 
Shiny Happy People by R.E.M. It didn't even take you like a second <laughs> to think. You you like knew that right away, right? I, it's like on t- okay, this is this is this is a f- funny, embarrassing admission. But two of my favorite days of the year that come every year are when I can go to the dentist. I love going to the dentist, what? and I love <laughs> That's getting like so my random. Teeth. I know it's very strange, but I described this to somebody the other day. I said, you know, it's it's like the beginning of the best day ever. I wake up and that's the song that I hear as I play and the sun is out and shining and then I go and I get my teeth cleaned. So I've decided that that song is now now my anthem. <laughs> very random of you, but very kind of cute too. <laughs> cool. Okay, Gab. So let's go back to the basics. For Let's all of those who don't know what Okanda is, how would you describe it? What it is and what do you guys do? Yeah, yeah. So Okendo is a customer marketing platform that specializes in reviews and surveys for Shopify brands. So you might know us for our bread and butter product, which was Okendo Reviews. Mm-hmm. But now we've we've kind of expanded into like a, a zero party data platform that helps brands kind of collect more information about their shoppers so that way they can effectively market and personalize their their content. And if you were to explain what zero-party data is, I, I mean, most of people know it, but just like to, to make things clear, what is zero-party data and why are brands so determined to get the, the data nowadays? Yeah, so zero-party data, I mean, it's it's such a buzzword at the moment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but effectively, it's it's information that's proactively shared from consumers directly to you. So you're able to collect zero-party data via surveys, reviews, customer feedback. You know, this is really important to collect, especially after the past couple of years, there have been recent privacy changes with, um, you know, different legislation that's been Mm -hmm. put in place, iOS changes as well. So attribution and being able to understand exactly where your customers have come from. It's, mm-hmm. it's murky at best. So yeah. zero party data is really important to collect because it's, it's quite literally your customers proactively giving you information about themselves and their shopping habits that you should then be able to like action on if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, someone from my team, like recently, they shared this like meme in our um, mm-hmm. Slack channel, um, like the differences between zero party, first party data, second party mm-hmm. and third party. And mm-hmm. zero party, there's like a dude uh, shopping around and it's, it says the gym shoes you liked in our survey are on sale. Mm-hmm. And the first party data, it was like the same guy shopping the same shoes. And it says the gym shoes you browsed last year are on sale. <laughs> And the second part, it's like, I hear you have a new gym membership, need any shoes. It's like a bit creepy, right? And the third party, that's where it gets like the creepiest, right? Maybe you wouldn't have skipped your workout today if you had new shoes. (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty much how it works. Uh, But yeah, no, definitely. It's like super, super important. I mean, zero party data, it kind of like reduces that like guesswork, right? When customizing the customer experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's why I think it's like super super important, especially now when we don't have as much data as we used to back in the day. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Cool. So when it comes to Okando, and just like you mentioned, 
most of users know you guys as that awesome like review platform and we will definitely talk about it later but mm -hmm. like how do you or how can you gather that like zero party data with a candor reviews and and all of the other stuff that you guys are doing how can you like gather that data yeah yeah so i mean you you hit it on the on the nose right you're able to collect zero party data via reviews so just by asking your customers not only what did you think about the product but what did you think about your experience mm. Tall, uh, why did you abandon your cart, right? Were there insufficient shipping options or did you find a better price elsewhere? All of that information is able to be collected. And then the cool thing about Okendo is that with our integrations, you're able to then create segments in your email service provider or SMS platform and mm -hmm. then send targeted campaigns that are personalized for an individual's like unique needs. So if I have answered a survey that says I abandoned my cart because you didn't have good international shipping options, mm. If the brand then, you know, saw enough of a response and then made an action on that feedback and they changed their shipping options, they could then send out an email or an SMS flow that would say, hey there, I know you weren't happy about our shipping options, but we've just mm -hmm. made a change. We'd love for you to come back and give us a shot. Like, here's 15% off. Um, so that's it's it's a. It's kind of like a powerful one-two punch of being able to collect the information, but then be able to action on it as well. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool that you can actually get the data from like surveys and reviews even recorded like for our customers in the case of our like most of the people who are listening to us you can like record it on the back end of Clavio in customer's profile and then you can basically like segment them out based on that custom properties that they get from that platform it's it's really cool and uh yeah like for me one of the biggest benefits of that like zero party data is that it's like very trustworthy it's more trustworthy than the third-party data, right? Because customers are like willingly share that information about the brand, mm -hmm. knowing that the brand will use it for everything from like sales and marketing to creating that personalized experiences. And I think that's where platforms like Okanda really shine is like that personalization, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's like super cool. Let's talk about like different products that you guys offer. Let's start mm -hmm. from the, from your like bread and butter, um, <laughs> from the reviews. Yes. Um, why is it like a good idea at all to add reviews to your tax stack? Are they still like as effective as they used to? We know that a lot of brands are like, there's like a lot of fake reviews nowadays. Like why should brands still care about reviews basically? Yeah, yeah. Um, reviews are, they're, they're pretty essential because they provide social proof, mm -hmm. right? It, and that social proof really goes to maximize your buyer consideration, right? Like I would say 99.9% .9 of customers read product reviews before mm -hmm. they make a purchase. True. And, you know, we've found that customers are willing to spend probably more than 30% more with a brand that has excellent reviews. 
but I've I've even noticed in myself, like when I go to Whole Foods or Target or Sephora, there are so many brands that are competing for shelf space. Mm-hmm. And I don't know which one is the best chip to pick or the best facial moisturizer. So I'll go on my phone and I'll pull up brand sites to look up reviews before True. making that purchase, right? So it doesn't matter if you don't sell much online, your customers are there. And they are looking for a reason that like you're different than your competitor, right? Because at the end of the day, there are hundreds of different moisturizers you could choose from, but you're going to choose from the one that looks like it would be the best for you as the customer. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, totally, totally. And I mean, reviews, they not only benefit, obviously, the customer, but reading the reviews for e-commerce can also help you as a brand to learn how your customers actually feel about like your products and your business, especially like when it comes to negative reviews, I feel like they're Mm -hmm. like, you can tell about a lot about your company and whether or not the processes are smooth or what processes can be like improved, what like internal changes can be made. Maybe like a customer, for example, had like a poor experience with one of your team members or Mm -hmm. maybe they had a poor checkout experience so all of that data is really really valuable and i like that tools like okando and like similar tools they help you kind of like gather and almost like organize that data yeah yeah absolutely i mean i get asked this all the time and and the answer is yes like you you should be publishing your negative reviews Mm. you know we on, on the first hand, right, we find that purchase likelihood peaks when the average star rating is between like 4.2 and 4.5 stars. Really? Not even yeah. like five stars. That's interesting. Well, you know, as as smart as we are, we we do understand that there there might not be such a thing right. as a totally perfect product. So if you see a site that has only five star products, like that's a little fishy. Right. Right. So negative reviews have a really positive impact because they can help establish that like trust and authenticity. You know, you can, first of all, show to your new customers that you take care and time to Mm -hmm. respond to anybody who has had a negative experience and you can, you know, kind of surprise and delight at that point. So it really is a, a beneficial thing to be able to to display like the the good and the bad, right? Right, right. And how can you how can you actually like successfully generate those like high impact reviews? Like where do you start? I have a brand, I want to start collecting the reviews. How to make sure that the reviews I'm collecting have those like high impact and that like collect them effectively, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, one one thing that you definitely should be doing is is kind of integrating incentives into your review process, mm. right? So so within Okendo, you can firstly just reward via a, a native couponing feature. Mm-hmm. Normally, we recommend tiered incentives, right? So if I were to leave just a text review, maybe I would get 10% off. But if I leave a photo, maybe I should get 15% off. But if Mm. I leave a video and link my social, I'll get 25% off. So, you know, trying to trying to optimize for the most user generated content as possible. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because uh, sometimes the highest converting ad types aren't the ones that are super high production value. It's those like UGC mashup ads, you know, right. showing real people how much they love the product. So you want to make sure that you're incentivizing people to come, but you also want to meet people where they are, right? So send out an email request for a review, but also send out an SMS text as well. You know, we find that more than 85% of reviews do come from mobile. Wow. So if if you have uh, SMS involved in your marketing stack, you absolutely should go to kind of diversify the channels that you're requesting these reviews. So that way you can maximize the review generation rate. Yeah, no, that's that's super interesting. Just in 2022, we help our e-commerce client generate over 250 millions in revenue through effective email marketing strategy. And now we can help you too. Stop missing out on the potential revenue your email could be generating for your business right now. Take advantage of our free email marketing audit today and let our team help you optimize your email for maximum conversion. Go to florium.com slash audit and book your audit today. It's F-L-O-W-I-U-M dot com slash A-U-D-I-T flown.com slash audit. So you can't basically expect that every customer will provide you in-depth feedback, right? Describing their like personal experience and like specific attributes of the platform or of the product, I'm sorry. But using platforms like Okando, you can actually integrate product attributes directly into the that like process of review. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically you're allowing your customers to rate their experience with your product based on the features of the product. Can you, can you talk more about that? Like how does that like attribution process work? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when you get a five-star review that says amazing or love Mm -hmm. it, like that's really great, but it's not helpful, right? It doesn't yeah. tell you anything about the product or why they like it. So the the product attributes allow your merchants to showcase unique selling points without relying on a customer to put that in the body of the text, mm. right? So we have product slider bars. We normally recommend no more than three attributes. So that way, when when a consumer hits the page, we could see that these shoes are very comfortable and Mm -hmm. the highest quality and they fit a little big to size, Mm -hmm. right? So that's totally customizable. But, you know, we, we find that it has a lot of really cool benefits on top of the fact that you're able to find, you know, potential customers who have similar buying habits, um, we find that it cuts down on returns, right? Like apparel mm-hmm. brands have great return policies. I'm five feet tall. Pants literally never fit me, right? I'm too <laughs> short for normal pants. So when I shop online, I'm a culprit of mm-hmm. buying two sizes, right? Like maybe I'll get a small and a medium or an extra mm-hmm. small and a small. But that really eats away the margin for the brand. So if you have the ability to allow your buyers to find other customers that have 
similar sizing habits, right? If I find another group of people who are both all five feet tall and they weight lift and they've all bought a size small in these leggings, I'm going to be pretty confident in just making that one purchase rather Mm -hmm. than buying two pair and then returning the other one. Yeah, no, totally. And that that really helps with that like in-depth feedback, you know, Mm -hmm. from the customer. Like I personally tend not to be very, very detailed in my reviews, but every time I had that tool, it's like super easy for me to navigate and it's like really, really helpful. Cool. And that, and the data that you collect, obviously it's a zero party data as well. And it can be like recorded somewhere as well in Clavia or this one can't, like, how does it work? Yeah, yeah. So um, we have the ability to collect customer attributes and product mm-hmm. attributes, right? Okay. So customer attribute, for example, let's let's say for a beauty brand, um, you know, you're collecting skin tone, eye color, mm-hmm. and sensitivity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so those pieces of data are actionable. So you can send out uh, an email or an SMS that says, "Hey, blue eyes, we have an eyeliner that's going to make mm-hmm. them." Makes sense. Um, yeah. So all all of that data is actionable and then you can throw them into sequences. So if somebody really likes to enjoy uh, a beverage outside, when you mm-hmm. make a new like sparkling water, maybe you'll send a segment that says, hey, all you people who like being outside, this is something that might be great for you. No, I love that like personalization aspect of the app. Yeah, let's going back to that, like collecting of zero party data. I know mm-hmm. in your like connect um, feature, mm-hmm. I, through your connect feature, you can actually collect actionable insights into your customers, like preferences, behaviors, like experiences and stuff like that. But you also have the surveys functionality, like mm-hmm. on-site service and stuff like that. Can you talk a bit more about that and how this service can help you improve the overall customer experience? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Okendo Connect allows continuous in-moment insights from your consumers at peak moments of engagement mm-hmm. across like multiple channels and touch points. So that that's like a very jargon filled sentence. So <laughs> I'm going to break that down. So the idea is that a, this works via micro surveys, right? So it's like a, a short one, two, three question survey that's really seamlessly integrated into that customer experience. So this can be a post-purchase survey asking mm-hmm. for like marketing attribution, for example. But this could also be like an on-site exit intent pop-up where when somebody goes to leave the site, they're asking why the cart is being abandoned. Mm. Or it's something that's a shareable link survey asking for phone number, marketing opt-in, and favorite color, which then, you know, you could turn your TikTok su- subscriber into like a marketing ready contact. So there there are a lot of use cases for these kind of surveys that, again, kind of fit throughout the entirety of the customer journey. And the the core point of Connect is that it's it's a continual stream of accurate and actionable data to mm-hmm. be able to create a winning experience, right? So mm-hmm. all of this information that you collect kind of gets aggregated into these customer profiles and you can, you know, 
monitor satisfaction. You can monitor marketing attribution and make a quick change if you find that more of your traffic is coming from one channel or another, or if you don't have adequate shipping options, for example. So there are a lot of different ways that you can find immediate information, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was that was a whole lot. I'll take a pause there. Does that all make sense? Yeah, no, totally. And basically, like the more you know about your customer, obviously, the easier it is to personalize your outreach efforts and exactly. increase that like overall conversion and stuff. Let's let's like do the let's imagine a scenario like there mm -hmm. is a store that is selling I don't know like socks for example. Mm -hmm. What would they your customer journey with a candle look like? When will they be hit with that like first uh, survey and what information the store can collect and like what happens next? Let's start from the very beginning. I don't know what what happens first. The abandonment mm -hmm. card, for example, like what kind of questions do you ask? Why do you ask them? And what happens there? Definitely. Yeah. And, and there's, there's a lot to start with, right? So, so we, we recommend firstly, and this is, this is for every brand, not just mm -hmm. this stock brand. Uh, we recommend that every brand is consistently monitoring customer satisfaction, mm -hmm. right? So you can use NPS, CES, or CSAT just to like monitor your sentiment and identify areas of improvement and like, mm -hmm. and implement measures to like improve overall happy customers right mm -hmm. so this is this is a good way just to like always have your finger on the pulse like ongoingly but again with um with this sock brand first of all we could definitely implement a shareable link survey that could exist in social media channels so that mm. way we're collecting Always, always be collecting marketing opt-in if you're looking for phone number or email. So in this shareable link survey, I would say phone number, email, and then maybe favorite color. Mm -hmm. And what do you wear socks with? Is it sneakers? Is it Birkenstocks? Is it sandals? Is it mm. only socks? Is it no socks? And then from there, you have the ability to send out different segments to people who like to wear socks and Birkenstocks. Maybe they'll need like a thinner sock compared to somebody who wears them under like work boots, for example. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the, the cool thing with Connect, it's kind of continually monitoring mm -hmm. so that way you don't need to do anything as the brand or the agency, but Connect will use contextual targeting to continue to complete customer profiles. So for example, if I've already answered that I like to wear my socks with Birkenstocks, Connect won't ask me that same question again. It won't surface the same question to that same user. It'll mm -hmm. ask something else that might be relevant. Maybe it's, when is your birthday? Or do you like to wear fuzzy socks or what have you? So that way your profiles continue to get like as enriched as possible. And then there are a bunch of other surveys that you can put together. We have like hundreds of pre-written templates that span like mm -hmm. a wide variety of different use cases. I won't go through all of them now because I'm sure nobody wants to hear me talk for that long. Um, but there's there's a whole lot of other possibilities and potentials. But it does really depend on what the brand is looking to optimize mm -hmm. for or learn. 
That's interesting. That's interesting how you can like leverage those microservices almost like at at each point throughout the customer journey, yeah. not just only at, as a post purchase um, exactly like experience. Because like majority of brands are only doing that as a post purchase, right? But having that information can actually help you a monitor the customer satisfaction with their overall experience and b obviously customize that experience or like personalize that experience to their preference exactly. no, that's that's like so cool how does the integration between okando and clavio looks like i mean we briefly talked about it mm-hmm. but like what does okando's integration with clavio offer and and, and how does it work Yeah. So um, our integration with Klaviyo is the deepest integration that they have with any other review platform in the market. So it basically allows for all sequences to be sent via Klaviyo email and SMS. So you can use like Klaviyo's A-B testing feature. You can use existing campaigns, branding, blocks. You can then put your styled ratings into like abandoned carts, for example, or any product upsell emails. And that combined functionality is unique to us. But also with that integration, it allows you to link that customer attribute info and your survey data into those customer profiles. So again, you could build out those segments where you're sending one-to-one campaigns that says, mm-hmm. again, like, hey, blue eyes, we have an eyeliner that's going to make you like look really great. Hmm. Interesting. And can you actually build in this reviews into the emails? Like, can you make them a part of the email template or like, how does it look? Yeah, yeah. So you can um, add your um, like styled ratings and reviews into mm-hmm. your emails. They can also be in like a GIF that flows through like your most recent oh, five star reviews. Or you could do something where it might be a little bit more like manual. For example, if you're a beauty brand and you have like an eye cream that's magnificent. Maybe you would go and you would find a review that said something, you know, five stars. If I had gotten this product sooner, I would look 30 years younger. And that would be the review that you would showcase within your emails, for example. So um, yeah, yeah, lots of potential there. Cool. So basically what you're saying is that when you want to do the product specific like reviews, um, sometimes it can be a bit of a manual process, right? But also you have the option of dynamically pull like the latest reviews or something, right? Exactly. From the the website. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's really interesting. It's it's pretty cool. And the Okendo team is pretty hands-on as well. So if you're working with Okendo, we're always happy to like help set up those initial flows within everybody's Glavio account. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Gav. Like so many, so much good information to start with. Uh, if people want to learn more about Okanda or about what you guys do or how you can help their business, how can they find you? Yeah, so you can head over to okendo.io, um, check out the website, uh, request for a demo. You're always welcome to connect with me. I have a relatively long name, but my full name is Gabrielle Sanicola. You could find me on LinkedIn. Um, my email is 
fortunately and unfortunately, my entire name. So it's gabrielle.senicola at okendo.io. Um, so feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or via email or however would be easiest for you. I'm always happy to connect one on one and chat through like some strategies or really any other questions that anybody might have. Cool. Well, thank you so much. And if you guys are still not sure whether or not you need uh, a review app or something, I'm just going to read you like this final piece of information. 95% of customers read online reviews before buying a product. So I'm just going to leave you with that information. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, definitely, if you have any any questions or if you want to more learn about those apps, definitely reach out to Okando. They are amazing. A lot of our customers are actually using um, Okando. So definitely reach out to them to learn more. And all of the links and all of the resources that we discussed in this podcast, as always, they will be linked in the description box of this podcast. And uh, as always, don't forget to rate our podcast review and subscribe to the podcast because as we learned today, reviews are apparently <laughs> very, very important. So thank you so much, Gab, for coming. It was really fun having you on this podcast today. Thank you so much for having me, Vera. This was great. Cool. Okay, guys, uh, we hope to have you back here next Tuesday. Come back for even more fun information about, um, about like delivering the right message to the right person at the right moment. Bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales because great emails equals revenue squared. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to claim your free ebook and learn how to drive conversions with UGC in 2024. From fresh ways to use UGC on your website to revenue pooling email strategy. Discover actionable insights to master your UGC game in 2024. Stop missing out. Go to flowing.com slash UGC and download this ebook for free.